I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the Power 365 show, where I interview staff at Microsoft across the Power Platform and Dynamics 365 technology stack. I hope you'll find this podcast educational and inspire you to do more with this great technology. Now, let's get on with the show. Today's guest is from Redmond, Washington. He works for Microsoft as the Principal Group Program Manager for Power App Studio. He's a whiskey enthusiast, a feminist, and a lover of bacon. Mate, all the choice things in life. Say, Mark, I didn't send that to you, but it's coming from my He's the loving parent of a bulldog. And you can check him out on Twitter at Clay B. Wisner. Welcome to the show, Clay. Thank you very much for having me, Mark. Lovely to be here. Thank you. The little things that we find online, right? <laughs> the little, the little uh, breadcrumbs of one's life that we can discover. It's quite interesting. Yeah, when it started, I was like, whiskey, I was like, that's on a feminist? I was like, wait, this feels like it's coming from something that I've written. Lover of bacon, definitely, because I, I think, you know, whiskey and, and feminist, some of the others have come up in like when I've spoken at conferences and mm-hmm, things like that. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. don't think my love of bacon has, has publicly um, <laughs> before. But it's very true, all, all true so far. Awesome. I like it. Well, last time you were on the show was episode 99, and this is episode 370. Wow. I mean, so congratulations. It's, it, it's been a long time between drinks, obviously, since we chatted last on the show. It has. And I mean, we we're kind of, were we talking about convergence we would we were talking uh, about a we did a deep dive into app experience was the topic we looked at and you know we looked at the model driven experience i don't know somebody said the 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 canvas and model experience might have been coming together at some point but that was uh, many episodes ago yeah so it's it's time to do a refresh and of course on, on this show i'd love to talk about particularly um, I've, I've done a lot of episodes with a lot of designers around the ecosystem in the context of power apps. And by the way, you know, uh, if you're listening to the show, normally I would say, tell us about your background and all that type of thing. The thing is, you can go and listen to episode 99 and Clay will tell you all about his background and stuff because we covered that in that show. But I, I've, I've had a lot of conversations. Uh, did you say you're vegan now? No, I said, how convenient. Oh, how convenient. I was like, he loves bacon and he's a vegan. I'm like, oxymoron right there. But yeah, as in, so I've I've chatted with a lot of people and what I've noticed in the last 12, 24 months, a lot of more designers, as in people with design experience backgrounds, are being pulled in and becoming part of delivery teams, you know, where, where organizations are set up to maybe do power apps at scale. And, and they really, they're not going to do one app. They're going to do 
potentially hundreds of apps and and within the organization, right? They made a commitment to go large with the Power Platform. Maybe it's part of an app modernization process. It could be about, you know, um, getting rid of paper processes. It could be about moving old access databases um, into the Power Platform or, you know, Excel spreadsheets, kind of like what every company has a lot of. And so we've, I've had a lot of discussion with particularly people, as I say, that it come from a more of a design background than a technologist background. And and one of the, the common themes that, that, that came up was this desire that the product team perception in the market is that they have a lot of great engineers, right? We come out with some amazing software. But it's kind of like, could we have for every engineer a designer that is going, hey, what about the design? And we use different tools, you know, and, um, you know, whether it's an OBXD, Figma, other type of tools are a part of that framework. And so I thought I'd get you back on the show and tell us about what are you thinking these days? Because I know you are thinking a lot about design and, and catering for designers. So what's top of mind for you? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, look, you're absolutely right. I mean, even the way we build our software you know it's it's not just built by engineers it's not just built by pms it's built by this multidisciplinary team pms engineers ux designers content designers motion designers all these really talented folks that that sort of bring it all together to make the product that is power apps mm. and it's actually one of the the voices that is you know really really super helpful to us when we do we do this thing called purple room internally uh, and basically it's uh as new features are built before they go out the door um we sit there and and whoever's the pm or the engineer that's uh, that's sort of owning it uh does a live demo there's no slides allowed in purple room and you and you you walk through exactly how the user would experience and then we all have an app built on power apps mm-hmm. um and we vote on each step you know, are you proud of this? Do you think people are struggle or do you think there's going to be issues? And then we, we give feedback. And the folks in that room, we have a lot of designers, we have a lot of PMs, we have a lot of engineers, but, but we have that mix. And that voice is really, really important because you're right. Engineers see things really, really differently to how PMs do and, and, and how designers do and how our, how our content folks do. And I mean, so even internally, I we absolutely see the 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 need and the the benefits of those skills. I think the change that we've kind of seen for power apps out in the world has really just been in the maturity of the product. If you flash back to five years ago when mm-hmm. power app kind of you know first came out and it, it was launched, it was people could re- build what we would now look at and consider quite an ugly app. Yeah, but it was still groundbreaking to be like, "Oh my god, look what I did so quickly! I, I built this quick form, and I, you know, added some custom logic in it over using over PowerFX and and all these types of things." The the what you were doing was kind of amazing, and people would deal with it being, you know, not the not the prettiest thing. I think now, as as low code as app platforms and as digital transformation is just seen as much more of a necessity than this nice to have as it as five years ago it, it was it was trendy it was cool it was new it was growing yeah now especially after the last two years that we have just been through it's a necessity like mm. And mm. organizations need it with that you're absolutely right there are organizations that are building a hundred apps 
And with that, they need their apps to look slick. They need them to look like their company. Um, and at the same time, you know, I mean, a lot of the stuff that falls into that design is they need them to be predictable and look like part of an app family. And, yeah. and I think that's why we're seeing design be so much more prevalent, uh, particularly in the low code world that we didn't see it five years ago. Um, I think we were all a little bit, you know, the, the technology was emerging and it was, we were all very impressed with what we could do in such a short amount of time. Yeah. Um, and now, you know, it's like most things, uh, you know, the first cut is not often the prettiest. Yeah. And, and it is a sign of maturity, right? Is it that the, the product is maturing and as you say, it, it was groundbreaking back in the day, what you could do so quickly. And yeah. we saw a whole bunch of subject matter experts jump into the game and start building apps rapidly. Not not all those, you know, folks jumping in then were designers, right? They were, you know, I, I've seen, uh, I've heard a couple of MVPs. In fact, Rory jumps to mind in the UK and he, he said, he said, you know, I can create an app that does amazing things, saves time, phenomenal. But he goes, just looks like garbage, um, you know, as in because he's he, he's not wired that way. And and all of us come from a different area of design expertise. Some are formally trained, et cetera. And, of course, we're seeing this maturing of the ecosystem now where more and more um, designers are getting involved. And so I, what are your thoughts on when you, when you look at a fusion team, a team of folks coming together, are you seeing kind of this pattern – in the market where it's no longer just pure coders, technologists, subject matter experts on the citizen de developer side of things, but are you seeing a much broader set of skills coming into the the app team creator maker experience? Yeah, I we with most things in Power Apps and Power Platform in general, you know, we we see a big spectrum, and I think absolutely, I'll talk about. I think that that larger fusion team side first. And then I want to go back, I suppose, to a bit of more of the citizen dev. Mm -hmm. uh, the fusion team, absolutely. I mean, we now see organizations that bring large, large fusion teams that have citizen devs, SMEs, um, you know, designers, just a whole group, process specialists, yeah. you know, the, a, a full gamut uh, of skills to come in and build an app and build it rapidly. Uh, and that's why, you know, I mean, not just in Power Apps, but in the Power Platform in general for, you know, the last 18, 24 months, you know, we've been talking a lot about fusion teams. We've started to bring in collaboration tools and it's mm -hmm. something we want to continue to invest in because, we want to make sure that that app building environment supports the designer sitting in there, the SME sitting in there, the pro dev all working together on a single app. Mm -hmm. And that's where things like co-presence and commenting and all those collaboration tools that we've been investing in, that's what it's really focused on. It's like, let's get regardless of what skill you have, let's bring you all, all to the party so you can, you can really jam on the app. So we've definitely seen that change. And I honestly think it will just continue to grow because I think one of the things we've also sort of, you know, at least I've noticed more and more is, you know, again, five years ago, we used to see power apps used in a lot of scenarios where it was um, instead of a skill for, yeah. you know, I didn't have a skill to build a, a a professional app or, or a um, not professional app, but use like core traditional coding. 
Whereas I think now we see more and more organizations who are using it for productivity and it's for pure acceleration. And it's because that organization you mentioned before that wants to do a hundred apps mm-hmm. wants to leverage the team that previously built 10 a mm. year. And it's, they want to use this platform and the collaborative tools to enable that team to ultimately just go faster. The, the sort of the other spectrum, and I, and I think where design plays a lot, especially in my mind as we look at the maker experiences, mm-hmm. is that other end of the spectrum, you know, the citizen devs and the SME and, or, the, or the someone that's just bringing in with a really good, um, you know, consulting or, or functional experience, but yeah. not with a design eye. There are many, many people in the world. How do then we as the product infuse just a lot of tools and capabilities to make it harder to produce a, you know what I mean, a good, uh, you know what I mean, an ugly app. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know what I mean, we, this is an area we've been focused on a lot uh, recently in sort of like, you know, making our core controls just look better. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Things like responsiveness and layouts, making things so you can just drag things on and really little things that typically, are, you know, as we get designers involved, even I'm constantly amazed when they touch an app, the things that are like padding between cells, mm, 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 mm. really minor property changes, but that make a huge visual difference um, to an app. So we're looking at how do we make more and more of that just part of our theming systems and part of our core um, layouts so that as a maker comes in, well, yes, it's all technically possible today. You as a maker could just come in, start dropping controls onto an app. We will lay them out in a nice way. We'll style them and in a more modern and, and cohesive way and give you some theming control over them. And so that's, that's sort of one uh, big focus for us is like all these things we're kind of learning from what our designers are doing and what Mm -hmm. these advanced designers are doing. How do we just make that more also just far easier out of the box and, and a lot of the defaults. And that's why, you know, a lot of the stuff we've been doing pages, layouts, components, um, because obviously consistency and reuse is a big thing to a good looking sort of intuitive app. So it's a mix. Like we definitely see the fusion team growing, but at the same time, we haven't forgotten our, you know what I mean? Our roots. Mm, mm, mm. And I think for this platform, the, the, you know, the growth we are seeing and, and honestly, if, if you look at the need for apps and what people will do, you're not going to have a fusion team on every project. Yeah. You're not going to have a UX designer on every project. You're still going to want the out of the box stuff to just, yeah. you know, look, look as good as it can without having to get a designer involved. So, so what are you doing in that refresh area of, of the various controls that are there and even things like, you know, how do you represent data? Like, you know, let's say you've got a lot of data and you might use a drop down list. Sometimes that list can be so long, it's impractical. How are you looking at uh, tooling around representing data? And I'm talking about really large quantities of data in a really still fast usable experience in an app. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a few things. And I, um, one, uh, I think like the core sort of like visual uplift, which is, you know, I mean, one going on this year is around this move to like modern fluent controls mm-hmm. and theming, yep. which just in general gives across canvas, across model, just that general visual uplift. Um, and then through theming, people are a lot more control. 
Um, specifically when it comes to data, it's actually a really interesting way to phrase that question because for me, when I've kind of like changed to how I build apps, I still try and build it. I built an app on the weekend. Nice. Uh, I try, we, we do a lot of dog fooding internally. I try and yep. regularly build apps. Uh, for like the last probably year and a half now or something like that, um, I've, I've been using converged apps as my mm-hmm. default go-to. Um, and so what, 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 what do you mean by that? Because I don't know what that term means. So that's where, you know, I mean, we, we've been on this machine. I think if you actually listened to the last podcast when I spoke about it, mm-hmm. um, and this is bringing canvas and model um, together. together. Mm-hmm. And so then in November of last year, we released uh, what we refer to as the custom page, mm-hmm. which is effectively the canvas technology and capabilities, but it, it just runs as a page within a model driven app. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I mean, we talk about that now as kind of our converged app because you're getting the benefits of both worlds sort of sitting together. Um, and it's an area that we're working a lot now on, on how do we polish that experience? Um, because we've seen so many customers and, and, and you talk about like, you know, apps that don't look great. And it is examples where, someone's tried to build a big grid or a big form something that model driven does exceptionally well mm-hmm, but it's mm-hmm. in canvas yeah or you try and do something that's really canvassy and model or you try and do something that power bi would be great as a in a dashboard mm-hmm, you try and mm-hmm. do that in canvas and so it, it's these kind of we have these tools but you know, the Venn diagram wasn't quite, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, in, in the right spot. And that's really where we've been focusing. And so for me internally, the, when I go now and go, okay, it's not about what tap, type of app that I'm going to build. I'll go, okay, it'll, it'll be model driven, for lack of a better word today, with custom pages. Mm-hmm. And then it's, well, what, what should be a custom page? What should be a Power BI dashboard? versus what would be a model-driven view and what would be a model-driven form. And that's more how I start breaking down the visual elements. And what it means is when I start thinking about apps that have a lot of data in them or, or a more complex data structure, I'm not spending that a lot of time on trying to build grids and form navigation and then especially mm-hmm. forms that have subgrids, one-to-many relationships, many-to-many relationships, which are extremely complex to mm-hmm. build and sort of navigate in, in Canvas particularly. Um, and so ultimately then if I, if I use model for that, I get a themable, responsive version that mm-hmm. can get produced. And then where I spend my time on the custom page is where I want something highly tailored or... Yeah. You know what I mean? Highly UI, mm-hmm, but I still mm-hmm. edit in that app. And then Power BI, if I want to do really cool visuals, use the custom visuals mm-hmm, that come mm-hmm. from the marketplace, you know what I mean? And, and things like that. And so, where I, at least my own app building has kind mm-hmm, of evolved, mm-hmm, if I flash back three years ago, I would do Canvas apps. Yeah. You know, I would build these huge Canvas apps. Um, and but now it's it's much more about that first step of the process is okay this is what my app is going to kind of look like what what page types you know what i mean and what 
which elements of this technology within the app type are going to be best. Um, and and it does it does actually make it a lot easier to start dealing with these larger sets of data because mm-hmm. you know if you've got a big data set with complex relationships. Dealing with that in a de- in a gallery or a data table purely within a Canvas app is not easy. Yeah. Leveraging model-driven or Power BI to visualize and work with that starts making it far easier. You're not investing your time in, in navigating the relationships and, and those types of complexities. Yeah, interesting. The... And, and it's it's how those come to one one thought that came to mind and what you're talking about. Well, if we're talking about convergence app, we're definitely talking about uh, data versus the data source, right? You couldn't have a convergent app without that being the scenario. Would it be right? Well, um, you say that, but actually, we're uh, the the core app. You know what I mean? Model driven mm-hmm. has always traditionally been dataverse. Yeah. Um, what we are doing at the moment is, I mean, Dataverse does have virtual entities. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know I mean, so you can pull in other data sources into it, as well as with the custom page and with Power BI, use connectors. Um, so while they're much more Dataverse centric mm-hmm. than, you know, I mean, a, a Canvas app that you could just say, you know, start from SharePoint, start from SQL, or something like that, yeah. the Converged app absolutely lets you you know what I mean, use on your your view or your form other data sources. And a lot of where we're focused now actually is how do we make that easier? Because, you know what I mean, like while I say I've been using it internally for the last year and a half, obviously everyone, mm-hmm. else, not everyone else in the world has. Um, and a lot of people are st- still in this mindset of canvas or model, kind of typically where they've come from. And where we want to do what we want to do is how do we make things easier um, to sort of a remove that first choice and make it super easy. So if your data is in SQL and you just want to connect it through and use it in your converged app, mm-hmm. you know, ultimately us make that as easy as possible. Right now it's it's possible, um, but you know, I mean, folks need to understand dataverse and virtual entities to really get a lot of those things, yeah. um, those things happening. And so I think. We're at that point where, you know, episode 90, was it? Yeah, 90, let me see. Yeah, something something like that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When we spoke, you know what I mean? We were talking about, hey, we really want to converge and bring them together and give the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. Now we're kind of at that point where we've got the UI, the runtime side of it running. Mm -hmm. We've got the authoring experience and the modern app designer running. So you can go to one place to build it. Now we're focused on, like, let's unify the controls, let's unify the theming, let's get the data support, like, virtual entities really simple and, um, you know what I mean, and robust. And so now we're in the much more of a sort of, you know, I I would say a polish Mm -hmm. phase of let's go make those experiences really, really, really easy. Um, We're seeing people use them. We just want to make sure that more people can find them and use them. Yeah. The, I'm just, uh, I'm going to ask some questions and you need to go, no, I can't talk about that because we've just come off MVP summit. I don't know in my mind what is I can talk about, et cetera, um, as in clearly, um, because it might not be public at the moment. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so when I go back to the designer side of things, are you doing anything specifically for designers that you can talk about this time? Uh, no, not at this time. Okay, cool. 
I asked that in a way, see, that wouldn't make me breach or you breach um, in that respect. That's cool. I wasn't, I wasn't certain on that. Tell us about some of the apps that you might have seen out in the marketplace, out in the community, done by customers using, you know, our tool set that, and don't, you don't need to mention the names, et cetera, but just the concept of what the app did. What are you seeing that's really like, you're like, wow, that is, that's next level use of our technology and or, or, or addressing a, a business problem. What are you seeing? Yeah, I think the, um, one of the, one of the main shifts I, I think I mentioned before that I've seen particularly is this round, this, the shift from less about a, a skill gap and, and mm-hmm. moved to, to productivity. Um, one really, by the way, a very just kind of like amazing technology story and, and sort of, um, you know, human story. Uh, If you didn't get a chance to watch it, the business application launch event that happened Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. very recently, Ryan Cunningham's demo in it about hearing Australia and how they use our platform. Really, really amazing. Also really sweet to me as I'm Australian. Yes. Um, uh, so I was really happy to, it was, it was really nice actually, Prep, like being involved in the prep of that demo mm, and seeing cities from home and yeah. uh, and all that type of stuff. But they're one of those great use cases that you know what I mean. Help you on a on a busy week or or something like that. Sort of uh, feel really good about what we're doing as a platform. Um, I think more from a technology side. Um, you know where we've seen customers evolve, especially into the kind of this new converged modern app uh you know mean world that we've been talking about is we, we had a customer recently that built a you know i mean it was a a hugely complex um canvas app mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it was um you know I, I can't remember the number of screens but just like some some crazy amount and you know what i mean they wanted to have a team of 30 developers in it and pro devs mm-hmm. and all this type of complexity um, and really, again, not you know necessarily what we would have imagined five years ago when power apps kind of came, uh, you know, I mean, came into life. They're truly using it as like productivity. Like yeah. we could go build this in in traditional code tools if we wanted. It. We're mm-hmm. we're using it to go faster. Um, and they they were one of the a, a customer we worked with to kind of move from traditional canvas or model. To hey no build this in this new converged world leverage custom nice. pages and things like that, um, and it's been a really amazing sort of transition to see this you know journey that we as a product team have been on for two years sort of come to fruition of like yes you know what I mean oh my god we've we've been able to scale so much we've reduced removed all these limits things are responsive this I can interact I can leverage model I can leverage canvas I'm um, that. That type of um, change for us uh, of finally seeing these two technologies sort of come together over the last year has been has been great. Um, and I think, as I mentioned before, the goal for us now is how do we just make that the pit of success that yeah. everyone falls into, without necessarily having us to, you know, I mean, guide or 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 evangelize it. When we think of North Stars and you and the product team, or actually you're from the Southern Hemisphere as well, if we think of our Southern Cross, right, that that we're going for, I wonder if there's a possibility, you know, if I'm in a game, you know, time disappears, <laughs> right? Because you're in the game, you're absorbed into it, you're absorbed into that UI experience, et cetera. 
that and the journey, the storytelling, that type of thing. And sometimes I wonder, is it possible that we'll get to a day where business applications, and I'm talking specifically in the business space, that could apps become addictive? In other words, they're so good. This, as in people feel themselves for for every time they use it, they get so much more benefit in how they do their job. So it's kind of like no one has to say, you know, use that system because they want to use it because it's just such a good experience. Do you think that's too I, lofty? Is it possible? Could we get there? Yeah, I mean, the only thing I was going to say is, I don't know, is that big, a big risk? I, I mean, I suppose how addictive it becomes. I've definitely got things like that, I think, already in my life, Mark. Um, I... Bizaps, you know I mean? are, are like that. I so I look at uh, the first thing I look at every single morning. Uh, this is this is sad. This is a, mm-hmm. a, a terrible insight into. Uh, <laughs> I roll over, I pick up my phone, and I open up the the dashboard for for Studio for my group, and it has yep. like our our usage, our stability, our MPS, so how satisfying mm-hmm, people mm-hmm, are, mm-hmm. all these types of things. Um, and if I don't open it, look at me first thing in the morning, I get a power automate. I have a yep. text message that gets sent to me. So I get an SMS um, with with some of the key stats as well. Uh, and it's one of those that it's so built into yeah. me now that yeah. I I kind of, A, first of all, I, I really crave that information first thing in the morning. But also it's helped me. You know, be far more informed. I kind of, if there's any, if there's any challenges or fires for the day, I know about them. You know, before I'm even in the car, or before I've even had breakfast, before I've even gone to the gym or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Um. You know, it, it's I've I've managed to succinctly sort of cut down a you know I mean a, a lot of it. Um. I also think the other the other one for me that I've noticed, and I mean I I know I'm speaking as someone that works in in the studio group. So it's, it's probably a little bit of a one, but now I'll building an app is quite a, you know what I mean? A, a, an addictive thing for me. Like, yeah. uh, like, Oh, I can build an app for that. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, I can get mm-hmm. flow on that. And, um, and I got a lot of satisfaction from, you know, bringing some structure to my process and, and some automation to it that I wouldn't necessarily get with other productivity type tools so yeah um I yeah like if, if i'm any example yes mark I, I, it's I, good i think i can see it i like it i like it final question what excites you um about the rest of 2022 oh well so um this is a bit of a weird one but if you can't notice i'm actually back in my office at the moment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and so in see i we're, we're based in redmond as you know and so we've started over the last month actually uh returning to the office and so we're now in a hybrid work environment so some folks are staying remote some folks are some days a week and it's been really really interesting and so first of all i'm just really happy that i'm (laughs) interacting with different people every day and i'm able to kind of drive my car again and and things like that but the this sort of some you know return to normality it also means i'm gonna you know get a trip back to australia and see my family in the next couple months as well so yeah, I, I the, these little things like getting back to go to my office, getting back to go see my family in Australia are definitely my are going to be my highlights for twenty twenty two. So good, Clay. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks so much. And you, thank you, Mark. 
Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, business application MVP, Mark Smith, otherwise known as the MZ365 guy. If there's a guest you'd like to see on the show from Microsoft, please message me on LinkedIn. If you want to be a supporter of the show, please check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash NZ365 guy. How will you create on the Power Platform today? Ciao.